This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas. Nothing but love. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tinfoil Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? I'm all fucking tired. And it's your man, Dame, going wild. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's fucking go. Welcome I'm back. tired. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 197. Hold on, hold on. Call you back, gave you a button? Yeah. They didn't give me shit. You wasn't standing there. Uh, and I love them. I, I fuck with them, too. Uh, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, people. Uh, I'm tired as fuck, dog. We doing double duty. We just came from a live event. Yeah. And then we was like, well, shit, we still got to drop our show. So then we came to the studio, and that's after being up all night yesterday, going to see Royce to Five Nine. Man, we didn't had an amazing two days. It re- we really have, man. Uh, so last night uh, we did go out to the, and this Fred texted me right now and say <laughs> uh, I'm with Royce right now. Um, sending me, I took some pictures last night, and I haven't got a chance to edit them bitches. Yeah, damn, Fred. I sent over. Like a couple that I had on my phone already, but I ain't had a chance to. I ain't no, been. Touch I ain't sat down, and he like I'm with Fred. I mean I'm with Royce right now, uh, so that's great. Uh, but they can still get mm-hmm. to him. Um, but we went to the Royce event. I was just trying to go out there and take some pictures, get some video, and you know try to get some 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 good shit. Maybe of course I'm here for the album. Yeah, and the listening and shit. Top quality MCing is what we saw. Royce is. Arguably the best rapper breathing God's air right now. And to see him in his element, nigga, the allegory is an amazing album. Amazing. Listen, man. Um, I've only got a chance to listen to it all the way through like one time. Right. Right. But this nigga said, I don't care if you rap niggas are trending topics. Your shit is garbage. You couldn't make a classic out of that trash if Brenda dropped it. God damn. Whoo. You couldn't make a classic. <laughs> Hold on. That might go over some people's heads. What did Brenda drop? A baby. A baby. <laughs> and Pac made a classic <laughs> off of Brenda's got a baby. Come on now. That baby was the trash. Yes. Nigga said, y'all shit is garbage. You couldn't make a classic out of that trash if Brenda dropped it. Jesus Christ, man. This is top tier lyricism. Works on a different level. He is. Royce is on a different level. I, I say this often. I had this conversation earlier with uh with Ant, uh Trinidad Ant, and I said, uh, after I seen Elzai, after that shit you posted Elzai. Yeah, yeah, for the Tiny Death series. And like Elzai is one of the greatest rappers I've ever heard. And I said, I can't find anybody who raps better than Elzai. Now there's a, a bunch of people who can rap, I don't in bunch. <laughs> it's subjective. Yeah. There are people I can say who can rap as good as this particular person. Like, I can't find somebody who raps better than Royce, but I can say uh, Elzai and the Royce, them niggas rap great on that same great level. You put them two niggas in a room and let your favorite MC walk in there, and I bet you he's going to have a hard day. Uh, and they did a song together on uh, Elzai's... Uh, the preface album is called Motown 25. Remember when Elzai did the 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 Nas tribute album, yeah. the Elmatic. Shout, Shout out to our homegirl L too. 
shout out to um Pete, who does the intro music uh for Shop Talk. Um, he actually produced a track on L's album, The Press. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. Never knew that. Yeah. That's a that's that's a piece of Detroit history right there. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. hang your buffs on that. <laughs> <laughs> so um we was out there all night, man. We had a really good time. Amazing show. He bought out Crooked Eye, Graph. Yeah, man. Uh anybody who's kind of anybody in the Detroit hip hop community was out there. I yes. saw my man Fat Ray. Shout out to Ray, man, because Ray, you know, he owned up to it and he was like, I owe you one. So shout out to Ray. I'm gonna reach out. He's gonna make good on on the appearance. Uh, saw Marv one V Styles, uh, Jay Jackson. I saw out there. Fat Father. I saw in the building. Aztec, Roastbit. Uh, yeah, every, pretty much everybody. Um, if you if you were somebody in the Detroit rap community, you you showed you you paid homage. Yeah. Uh, so that was a that was a pretty cool night. So listen, man. <laughs> hey, man. Best rapper between Cardi B and Meg The Stallion is Cash Doll. So listen. <laughs> so check this out. So last night we got out there, you know, relatively late, and I'm like, you know what? I I got some clients and shit that I I need to get some workout to. I'm gonna run up to the studio, grab my my other camera because the SD card in there, and then I'm gonna take that shit to the crib with my laptop and edit it. Right. Right. I come up here last night, and I was like, well, shit. This computer in the studio was kind of faster than my my laptop. You slept in this bitch, didn't you? And I'm like, let me go ahead and uh, <laughs> let me just go ahead and do this shit right now. So I knocked that shit out. Simple edit, one video. I mean, one one angle. I knocked that shit out, and while I was rendering, I'm like, let me just lay. Let me just lay. <laughs> <laughs> so lay down while this while this shit really, like. So my body, I don't get enough sleep. That's not. It's not even. It's no, not. No, a, that's we we talked about that. We probably both averaging like four or five hours a day. I don't get enough sleep. But like I'll tell, I'll say I'm gonna do something, and then my body will have a different. My body will physically do something different, nigga. I lay, I sat down on the floor, and put my head against this wall right here, and like I'm just gonna wait. Like not, it's not like it's not eight chairs in here, but like <laughs> I sat down and and two couches in the and, lobby. Facts. So I sat down and that comfortable ass chair in the other in the other studio. I sat down. And then, uh, then it was four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck!" Uh, Email that shit out, and then I went next door and sat in that comfortable ass chair. I'm like, "I'm not going home." Before. I'm like, "I'm I'm not." You might as well just go because I had to, I was gonna come up here this morning and do some shit anyway. I'm like, "I'm I'm not." We got a private bathroom. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna leave some washcloths up here, <laughs> so, and we just gonna have to pull double duty at the studio. So definitely nice. slept in the studio last night. Uh, then I was running around all day today uh, because we had a live event at the um, All Arts Festival, and it was a really dope event. Um, we did Shop Talk Podcast. Um, we did This Week in Culture, so we didn't pot it twice today. And now I'm back Number for three. the third time to do some potting. Back like I never left. And uh, I'm tired as fuck. It's late as hell, and I got to be... At work at seven o'clock in the morning, nigga. So, and then when I get off work, I got more sessions right after work. Nigga, I got a busy ass day tomorrow too. I got to be up at like eight o'clock on a Saturday, on a motherfucking Saturday, and I still got somewhere to be after we leave here tonight. The grind don't stop, man. It don't. But but last night honestly showed me like how close we are to our goals and where we want to be. How like it's nigga we blowing kisses at the shit so i mean it's all it's all paying off man it's cool being in spaces where you know people recognize you and come up to you and say what up, what up? yeah hey or you know what i'm saying i'd be gonna what, what roy said on the album god doesn't call to qualify he qualifies the call man that's a word for somebody it is it is uh but uh how, how was your week my brother <laughs> man let's let's just get straight to it dog my week has been Fucked up. I'm back to work. Uh, work is kicking my ass. But today, in particular, I had like a really bad moment. So, man, <laughs> look, you. I, I know you I'm probably putting t- that shit on. The, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'm putting I, that shit on the I live my okay. truth, my nigga. I live my truth. Uh, man, this razor in my head. Uh, shout out to the young. I forget what her name is from Call You Back. Uh, the one we was talking to in the hallway. Yeah. I can't I can't think of her name to save my life, but from the Call You Back podcast, was telling me about moisturizing my head and that I don't need to be shaving this bitch every day. Well look, I shave my head every day. Cause I do too. I just don't like I just don't like hair. 
And typically I use like my bevel to like line up my beard, but I don't shave my head with it. I usually use like this Gillette razor. How you like her name is Robin Nick. Robin, it's yeah. Like, it's like the dopest Twitter <laughs> Instagram name is Robin Nick. Yeah. Uh by the way, go ahead. So anyway, I was shaving my head and I told you a few weeks ago I bought these Harry's razors. Why would you do that? Because so look, man. Shout out to my homeboy Jason. My other home, my brother. I mean, you my brother too. But my other brother Jason live out in Colorado. When I went out there to visit him, like he got this real nice ass apartment, and they got two separate bathrooms. I didn't. The bathroom near the guest bedroom is his lady's closet. So I saw the razors, and he's bald too. So I saw the razors. I'm like, oh shit, this was must be what my man is using to like shave his shit. I was like, well, let me try them. I see these bitches at Target. So I picked up a pack. They're not the razors that he used. These are the razors that his lady used to shave her legs. Mm. So I bought a whole pack of these bitches, and I've been using them. And they're fucked up. <laughs> well, well, nigga, I feel like this. If I spend my money, like, I'm cheap in some areas, and then, like, I don't give a fuck about spending money in other areas. Damn, the razors from Bevel, they, it's $10, and it's like 30 of the bitches in there. I know. And you can use it twice. I'm going to Target in the morning. I left there this morning. <laughs> so anyway, I bought these razors and I've been using them on my head and they fucking, they're sharp as shit and I fuck my head up every time I got to use these bitches. So now let me give you the whole play. I I wake up, you know, my kids been out of school on winter break, so I ain't had to get up quite as early Is that why week. kids been around? Yeah, yeah it's winter break this week. And, all right. Nigga, after first of the year, they never in school. Like... It's Christmas break, winter break, spring break, Martin Luther King. Like, they ain't never in school. And then school let out in June. So, anyway, I ain't had the kids this week. So, I get up early. I let my pit bull out. You know, let them shit on the neighbor's lawn and shit. I don't, cause I don't give a fuck. What you gonna say about, what you gonna say to me and my dog? I'll shoot that motherfucker. I dare you. I dare you. I'll burn your fucking house down. Yeah, your, del- your dog. I'll burn be, your fucking house down. That motherfucker be sitting there. And if I do that shit to your dog, man, if a nigga let his dog <laughs> shit on my motherfucking grass every day, dog, it's gonna be a motherfucking problem. Then make it a problem. You shoot my puppy, He's dead. I'm burning your house down. He's dead. Niggas like, don't say shit to me and my dog. We run the neighborhood. Okay. Kill that motherfucker dog. Like, nigga, your owner could be next if you keep fucking with me. I would, nigga, I will I'll burn you. your house down. And I will kill you. <laughs> like, it's that simple. It's just dog shit. Get over it. Well, have him shit on your fucking grass. He do. But sometimes no, I let him. disrespectful. I let him roam off the leash. Don't disrespect my fucking home. Period. That's in my house. It's fertilizer. I'm just saying, if a nigga come through and let his dog shit on my grass, you get one fucking mistake. The second time I'm coming to your house and your ass going to come out with me and you're going to get that shit off my fucking grass. And if you don't, I'm going to shoot your fucking dog. And that's how it's going to go. Don't shoot my puppy. <laughs> I don't like That's some disrespectful <laughs> shit. Me if and I tell my, a nigga, like, listen. Me and my 80 pound puppy. Don't shoot him. So anyway, I didn't feel like taking the dog out. So I just opened up the door and let him do what he do. So anyway, I'm getting ready for work and shit, and I notice I got a little hair on top of my head. So I'm a, I'm doing my thing. I lather it up real good, and I'm about to get in the shower. And I'm about to shave this shit, nigga. I can feel when I. Let me ask you. What's up? Do you put the the priming um, gel on your shit first? No, nah. I don't have a whole bevel kit. What you? I've been using on, Gillette. I, that's what I'm saying. Like some shit, I just be cheap about. Like. I was like, I'm just going to get my money's worth out of these razors, and then I'm going to start fresh. Well, the reason I use Bevel is for black men. Yes. So you put the shit on first. You you, you know, you put that shit on first, and then you put the the shaving cream on and then when you shave it's a it's literally a smooth shave like it's a it's a process. And then you put the Which target you go to to get yours? Every, all of them. On the hill? Know. Go right here on Southfield. Okay, that's what uh, I'm going to be at in the morning. And then once you shave your shit, then they got the restoring bomb you put on there so your shit don't be real sensitive. It don't break. I've never got a bump from these razors. And I and I shave my shit every day. I'm going to stop being cheap, dog. And then shout out to Asim, uh Supreme Products. I got, I got some, the beer bomb. I got the African Shea Butter. So after I shave my shit, put the restoring bomb, get about 10, 20 minutes, and I put that shit on there and get a nice little shine. Should be like super duper smooth, dog. I'm telling you. Okay. That shit. I'm gonna go to Southfield and get my bevel kit. So anyway, nigga, I can feel the first nick. And nigga, I feel like something dripping in my eye and I know it ain't the shower water. It's fucking blood. 
Then I nick myself in the back of the head, and I can feel that shit dripping down my shoulders. And it's a safety razor, so you can't. It's it's very hard to cut yourself. It's very easy to cut yourself with a safety razor. It's not really though. I have one, and I've cut. Unless my, you like. No, no, I don't. I don't. I cut. I shave down. I do it properly. You don't even got to put no pressure on it. Look, nigga, I've cut myself. That's what I. I just. Look, man, I'm just going to. That's a, that's a, they got counseling for that. Stop cutting yourself. <laughs> I'm just going to. At this point, no, I just took a picture of this nigga. This nigga looks bad. <laughs> he got band-aids nigga, all over so, his shit. So far, so nigga, I thought I stopped it. I put gauze <laughs> all over my head. I went to work <laughs> and I'm bleeding through my scully. That's how much blood is coming out. The young lady at the concierge desk stopped me. She's like, do we need to call the EMT? I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? Then I look in the mirror and I see my head looking. You know, like chopped cheese. So, yeah, I'm throwing them Harry's razors out. <laughs> I'm going to get my bevel in the morning. But you know what it really comes down to? Children and fools. I I'm a, I live by myself. I need... You live like, with children. I do live with children. <laughs> you know, but, by but you know what, man? This is this is the year. I'm, I'm getting engaged this year. Because I need somebody <laughs> to take care of me full time. Oh, man. Look, look. This is my offer. I pay all the bills. You know what I'm saying? I pay... Every bill they come in the house. I don't have no house note because I own my house free and clear. You know, both my cars will be paid off in like a month. You know, all you got to do is just chip in on groceries. That's it. That's all I need you to do. Nigga, that's the, all the bills. <laughs> Besides light and gas, ain't no other bills. Okay, well, you don't have to. I got cable, internet. <laughs> I don't need you to do shit. Oh, just man. start dinner and kick in on some groceries and fuck four times a week. In minimum. My, in my adult life. Since leaving the, well, I don't know what it's feel like to not have a car note. I haven't had a car note of some sort uh, since I was about 18, 19. And I don't know what it's like to not have like a rent payment due at, at like some point. I don't know that feeling. I'm 37 years old. I always got to pay a nigga every month for something. Um, before... My life turns into four zero before forty. I'm out the game. Like I'm, I'm legit out. That's my, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm tired yeah. of having to pay a motherfucker every month to do something. Right now, I want to once I'm done with these car notes, I got some house repairs. I need a new roof. I want to like redo my bathroom and Cash shit. Out everything, whatever, whatever we working on is gonna kick in and buy my fortieth. I'm done with this shit. Speak dog. it into existence, my nigga. Speak it into existence. Like, I'm done, man. I God just, is great, man. It's the devil that's a motherfucker. I done peeped over the little hill. I see what's over there. And I'm old, I'm old, and I'm coming over. Yeah. So I, that shit irritate the fuck out of hey, me. Hey, man, I was talking to a motherfucker at work today. I don't, nah, never mind. Because then I'm going to give it away where I work at. Whatever. Fuck that place. All right, man. Let's get into this shit. Let's get into this shit. All right, man. Uh, we ain't gonna be here all day and shit. Nah, right? man, because I'm tired of the bitch, uh, and I want to get high as giraffe titties tonight. Let's talk. Oh, well, we kind of touched on this on the live show, but y'all wasn't there, so y'all yeah. don't know what we talk about. Uh, you shout out to the crowd at the live show; they was giving us like the energy that we needed. Yeah. So look, you don't want to banter with me. Like I'm quick on my feet. So look, the live show was a mixed crowd. Yeah. Like black people all the black people was performers <laughs> yeah. and all the white people were sitting right up front yeah so you know i want to say rest in peace to um our, our our dear brother malcolm x uh today is the anniversary of his assassination yeah right uh and it's always a tough day for me in real life it's always an interesting day uh you on the savior's day on sunday i'm not uh but that's something different okay because uh, I, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, I kind of feel the same way, but I don't want to talk about it on air, but I kind of feel the same way. I love the minister. Um, but I'm black as hell. Not like in complexion. No, I'm black, y'all. And I'm, I'm black, black y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm, I'm black, y'all. And we sitting up here with all these white folks and shit. So we play our favorite game. <laughs> One gotta, gotta go. go. And I'm like, in honor of Black History Month, all these names gonna be black, okay? And um, it got quiet up front. Yeah, <laughs> it got quiet up front. I like I like making people uncomfortable sometimes. But one of the blackest ones we did was, <laughs> and I put the last one name. I said we going one gotta go. 
Obama, Malcolm, Martin, or Jesus. <laughs> and I seen the white people's face when I said Jesus. That's why I broke out my geography comment because yeah. I don't give a fuck what you believe. Just based off geography alone, you cannot tell me Jesus was a blonde haired, blue eyed man. You just can't. Yeah. Jerusalem is in, don't call it the Middle East, call it what the fuck it is. Jerusalem is where? On the continent of Africa. All right. <laughs> Ain't no blonde haired, blue eyed devils. Walk around in the middle of Africa. They they just not. Hey, you know, you know, uh how we got the N-word and how we feel when people call us the nigga or yeah. nigger. White people do not like when you call them devils, dog. I don't give a fuck. They really be like they really feel a certain way when you call them a devil. <laughs> no, you you know you know the word I love to hear niggas say? Mayonnaise? No, no. Shout out to my niggas SJ and AJ. They use that honky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they use that shit tough. I don't know if they, but I don't know if 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 uh, they feel a certain way about that. But I know they don't like they don't like mayonnaise, and they definitely don't like devils. I'm not telling you that you should call them that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't like a lot of shit. Yeah, we did. The, I did. I'm like, I want to do some call and response, something that we can keep the corral interaction. We yeah. was only up to for like 25. All right, look, how, how long? We was up there a little bit longer than 25. Actually, we got a. We left when we was done. Yeah. Is you finished or is you done? And when Shop Talk Podcast was done, then we got the fuck up. Yeah, man. It was pretty cool because we started real lighthearted. You know what I'm saying? Different. We joking around. We talk about Erica Badu. Hey, man. I still want to smell what what that thing smell like. I I need to find out. So she got her incense that sold out. Like, I think I I read like 17 minutes or some shit like that. I would just sit in a dark room and just light that shit and just smell it. I'm not saying I'm going to buy it, but. Nigga, I would. Let me find out a nigga got some bootleg Erica Badu vagina incense. I'm not saying I'm going to buy it, but if it's on the corner of Finkel and uh, Schaefer <laughs> in hey, a little parking lot. Hey, my man, my man. <laughs> how, mean, how much is how much is going for? If I find Naila and get some of them African oh, essential man. oils in there, you know what I'm saying? That was my girl. I, man, I love Naila. I said I was going to name her. I told her if I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Naila. I, said, I love that name, man. I really like that name. I was like, and I've never heard that before. I'm like, Naila. And she was all African, got the dreads, and I like not just either. a sweet like woman. That. Yeah, yeah. I still got some uh, some oils, some little cologne. Dang, that was two thousand and three. Yeah. I got that shit. That shit don't ever run out. No, <laughs> you put that shit on uh, one week, it be two weeks later, you still want to run. It smell like whatever. Um, so we talk about the Erica Badu stuff. It's real light. And then uh, one got to go. Got got a little heavy. Yeah, one got to go. Was pretty fun though. You know. Some white kid up there talking about Nas got to go and Nas only got one classic album. Like, that's just that's just ridiculous. He was born in 96. He don't know yeah. no better. Like, whether who who you think better, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, it, it really is ridiculous. Like, stop talking. Um, but then uh, we had a little conversation. And I like I like how it kind of went because we kind of led him in there just to give him an idea of what we talk about here. We do like to have fun, but we do like to broach subjects that um, – it's not going to be the end-all, be-all, because we don't got the end-all, be-all, say or anything. But I like conversations that spark deeper conversations. So earlier this week. Respectful dialogue. Respectful dialogue. I'm trying to, you know, be respectful, right? Um, so earlier this week, uh, I mean, there's the elephant in the room. Everybody been talking about Dwayne Wade yeah. and his son. And it's been a whole bunch of stuff. Do we well, call him his daughter at this point? <sighs> Um, the so, young man wants to identify at, with female pronouns and be referred to not as Z- not as a uh, now Zaire is the older the older I, think, the I don't know the kid name I don't even know well, he I, wants to be called she wants to be called Zaya Zaya yes all right so Zaya and people been going in on him identify I don't know that so Lil Boosie who is the funniest he's my most entertaining person on the internet uh, was saying don't cut us, don't cut his, don't dick cut a dick off, man. I don't know that that did that conversation ever actually happen though. No, nah, it's just everybody's that, running with that, right? Boosie just crazy, but not just him. Everybody, I've been yeah. seeing that. But Boosie is Boosie is a crazy nigga from the south. And let me tell y'all something: if y'all upset how Boosie talking, y'all better be glad Pimp C did, because Pimp would have been off to the left with that shit. But the thing is, we're we're 
Boosie was saying that oh, the little boy, 12 years old, he don't know what the, he don't know yet and everything like that. However, they pulled the receipts up on Boosie and show a video you talking about for your son's 12th birthday. You go get him a hoe that can suck his dick. His words, not mine. Absolutely. That's incorrect, sir. That's not something that you should do to a 12 year old boy. Cause like to your point, he don't know what he like yet. Absolutely. And one, you just shouldn't do that because if that's not another child, huge violation, then you, you, and if I, it is another child, it's still wrong. Well, I'm saying if it's another child, that's a huge violation. Yeah. It's some other stuff going on. And if it's not a child, giant legal violation like that's just wrong all around the board you know a lot of us have been tainted because we had sexual experience and starting way too early in our lives which is probably why a lot of men who are overly sexualized because i mean they're overly sexual because they were sexualized at a very very young age absolutely my first sexual experience i was 14 years old there's no there's no way in fuck i should have been fucking at 14 i have friends of mine that was fucking at like 12 13 years old even before fucking when you was just kids was playing house and doing all that stuff at like very young age absolutely that's that stuff should probably should not be happening right look i was probably about 10 when i i I remember seeing my first pair of titties like i remember vividly the first time i saw them and i don't i didn't quite know what it was but i knew i liked that shit yeah so what i'm saying is if we gonna if people are talking about that relationship or well, he shouldn't do this because he's only twelve, let's check that shit in our own behavior. And it's just because you got a son does not mean that at twelve years old he should be a quote unquote man and you get adult women to do things because that's sexual assault, that's sexual abuse, and that's still a that's that's still a child, a child. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. Like I, I kind of I try and be very careful when I talk about people and their children because as a parent myself. You know, I raise my children as the way that I see fit. I do what I feel is best for my family, for my household, for their well-being. And I think across the board, that's what people try to do for the most part as parents. You, this, this, it's a, it's an, it's, it's the most demanding job that you'll have in your life that comes with no training and no instruction manual. You're literally learning this shit on the job. Yeah. I got kids and they're all, yeah, I raise them all in the same house, but they're all completely different individuals, different personalities. And on any given day, they got their own gamut of problems. And I can't, you know, what worked for one, what worked for my 17-year-old ain't going to work for my 12-year-old. What worked for my 14-year-old daughter ain't going to work for the youngest one. So, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's too many variables in there. And I'm responsible for making sure that they are you know, decent human beings, decent adults can fend for themselves mm-hmm. and that they don't die in my care. So let me ask, um, from the parents' point of view, you say, I raise them as you see fit. As you see fit how you think life should go or how or you see fit for the society they're, that they're currently in and will be in longer than you i have to look at the society that they are going to be in because i look at it from this aspect i live my i'm living my life yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm thir- i'm a 38 year old grown man i'm living my life and i'm doing what the fuck i want to do i've been through high school i've been through college and i made it the world that they're living in is not the same world i grew Facts. up in like and not we- and and the age gap i always talk about is not that huge between me and my oldest child it's 20 years that's a long ass time. I mean, it's 22 years, but like, I look at how different his life is at about to be 17 than my life was at 17. 22 years is two different generations. It is. It's really more than that, but like on some generational stuff. So like, regardless of how we grew up and, and what was acceptable socially when we grew up and sometimes we'd be like, nah, we, when I was a kid, this is what used to happen. But that, that that can't apply to now. Correct. Because your children or my child, whenever he or she gets here, right, is going to grow up in a society that I didn't grow up in. Yeah. And I can't prepare them for the old one. They got to be prepared for the new one. Absolutely. So if transgender is a thing in the new generation, whether you may be yay or nay for it, they got to be prepared to live in a society that has that. Yeah. If people want to. And that's going to be more accepting to it. Facts. Nigga, when we grew, when we went to high school 20 years ago, 
like being gay, bisexual was very much so frowned upon. It I don't wasn't. Know. The it, reason I say I don't know, and it's it's really interesting because I remember all the all the football players and all the basketball y'all was playing around with that gay shit. Like after, like it was like a a, a thing that y'all was doing. Y'all were at gay. Y'all were, like I never understood it. It wasn't never my thing. But now we got a whole. <laughs> Things change. Now y'all living, some of y'all living a different life, yeah. an alternative lifestyle, which is nothing wrong with that. But but to your point though, it was definitely a different socially accepted, absolutely thing back then, right? There, there were different social norms, but I understand that the world is changing now. Me as a parent, what I choose to do is be supportive of my children. Yeah, I don't have to agree or like everything that they do. I just I don't, you know, because I'm my own man too, still. But I love and support my children nonetheless, and I will always support them. You know, Dad, as long as you're doing right in life and you're not hurting nobody, Dad got your back. So why run this up? Because um, it was it it was a catalyst for the discussion I wanted to have, um, but it's not what it's about per se. Um, so we got to prepare children loved ones whatever for the society that they're going to be going into yes sir and not what we have right now or what we came out of and i guess initially i've said something similar on the podcast before and it was kind of like tongue-in-cheek you know what i'm saying because we had these relative these conversations before but then i really started thinking about it like because the more and more that we accept Hey, I identify as binary, non-binary, the whole, all this, right? Right. Socially is being accepted. And that's just the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. How far, or how do I want to say? Because I don't want to say it like it's like it's something wrong with it or whatever. But like, is society going to be open for other forms of identification? So... I use an example is like a few years back, um, black folks were all up in arms when Rachel Dolezal identified as black. She was passing as black the whole nine yards, right? Tanning herself, having, you know, different hairstyles that are more, you know, easily associated with African-American women. Uh, so that was a thing. Was she talking like you know? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've I've heard her in interviews. She talked regular, but how does a black person talk? It's a difference in tone, inflection. Not necessarily. So, like, you've called into places before. Say, like, you call in. How'd your mom talk? I mean, she talks like she talked like an educated black woman. Is that the same voice that the person that you would call in to JJ's or Captain J's? You know what I'm saying? You, you might get a different vernacular. Yeah, but I don't think that has to do with your race, more or less your culture and your, your immediate culture and where you grew up at. You're right. You're right. Um, but so my thing was, well, my question is, if we're society is accepting where we can change your agenda, I can be male, I can be female without any kind of surgery or whatever if i identify there's as no a process woman, i can just wake up and say yeah. this is what i identify as I'm not saying that and i'm not saying that as like a, a in joke or in jest or whatever it's that's just the, the reality no, no, that, yeah that's just what it is also i was at work um and i was looking at an id and we're you know we, we deal over the telephone and i saw the first id from 2016 um which was uh, a gentleman and then the ID in 2019 with different name but also different gender and the picture looked different as well. I mean you can tell it's the same person yeah. or whatever but like this is a legal thing. You change your gender and you have to you, you change your name it's on your driver's license it's a different gender. Yeah. Now I don't know what kind of surgeries whatever however, however it is it's but, real this is the society that we live in and this is the one we and need you to have to acknowledge it and you gotta acknowledge it whether you agree with it or you think da 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 Nigga, it's just what it is. Yeah. Motherfucker say, this is what I identify as. That's what it is. Remember that that, that incident in GameStop a few months yeah. ago? I'm a, I'm a ma'am. Well, you dressed like a woman. I didn't know. It's hard to know. Because. They kept it, calling, him, calling her sir. Yeah. So it's like, look. So this man who was dressed like a woman, they called her ma'am. And he was like, no, I'm a sir. Well, shit. You got on high heels and 
You got, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I don't, I didn't know if you was a man or a woman or trans. Or and like, it's not even trying to offend. Like sometimes you just dude seem like he really didn't know. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. So I want to know is, do you think society is going to be accepting of if someone wants to identify as a different race? No. No, I think we're more accepting of identifying as a different sex because sex is no longer such a taboo topic. But when it becomes race, people are still touchy about race. Race is what's dividing our country. People are are very sensitive when it comes to that fact. I mean, I can say sex and gender has been a divide in the country as well. Because clearly, like, women aren't treated equal. No. You know, all the, remember the North Carolina things and the women's right to choose and everything? Like, I think that's another divide. What my, 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 I guess what I'm saying is, I know it's a it's a foreign concept for us now, just as if 20 years ago you say, I'm a, I can someone who's born a boy can, at 12 years old, say, no, nah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a girl now, I'm a daughter now. You would have been like, it's impossible. But that's that's what we live at right now. And, so, and I don't want to be naive. Nobody can... I can't tell you what that young man feels at all. You know, and I he's not wrong for whatever no, whatever he want to be. No, now I do agree on on one hand with Boosie is that you know at twelve, you know you ain't really you know, lived a lot of life. Facts, but at twelve, but I, I knew I knew I like girls at twelve. Facts, I didn't. I wasn't confused at twelve no. whether I like boys or girls. I, I like girls. I like girls. Yeah. I, my mind was pretty made up. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. I don't think. If he think he if he know what he liked at twelve, I'm pretty sure he know. But I also like, but at fourteen, I had the first time like I tried pussy. That shit was like trying heroin. Like nigga, I was hooked. Like it so wasn't no. T- if, if you try something else, you'd been hooked on that. I'm not saying that. Um, maybe I jumped out the window on that. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I I knew I knew what like you say I knew what I liked. But so in any event. So when is, you know, I always often, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I always often hear people be like, well, when did you know you were gay? Well, shit, nigga, probably like the same time I knew, you know, nobody asked, well, when did you know you were straight? You just, you just knew, you know, it it was just innate in you. Maybe, you know, I, I'm not a, you know, scientist by any stretch of the imagination. I can only tell you what I feel. Yeah. I don't know what's innate in someone else and how they feel or how certain shit makes them feel. But I can tell you as just an individual and as a person, I can respect how somebody feels. It, it may not be for me, but what you eat ain't going to make me shit. I can tell you this. Um, and y'all can research this shit if y'all want to, because I don't be lying all the time. Or I don't be spouting off. Genetically, scientifically, there is more difference between a male and a female than there is between a white woman and a black woman. Right. Like, literally. No, no, no I, I feel you. Like, there is, there's not a lot of difference between black and white on a scientific level. Uh, because, so you got more pigmentation in your skin, and then what else? The phenotype of how my nose look? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a big enough difference between men and women. Fallopian tubes, uterus, urethra. Uh, like, there's a there's enough difference. But, like, just between a black man and a white man, if I, if the only identifying factor, one of the major is the skin pigmentation, and that's what makes you, quote, unquote, black. Well, we know black people. Well, shit, I grew up with one of my homies being an albino. So, he bright as fuck. He got blonde hair. He got blue eyes. He looked like Crondon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, but he's a black man. Yeah. What, what what makes you black though? Is it does it become like the facial features? Like your that's the only thing I can associate like, with it. And and it's that's and I don't a think, question. And I, do white people uh, get al- albinoism? Do I mean if they did? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Never seen a white albino. If you did, how could you tell? I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, one of the home, I mean, maybe by their features. You know what I'm my, saying? One of the young ladies I went to school with, uh, she was albino. She looked quote unquote black, but her hair was bright 
I mean, we have wide, we got wider nose, fuller lips. Yeah, but I've never seen you know a white person that. I've, so what what makes a person black? Because if it's culture and how you was raised and everything like that, right? Then how come someone can't identify with that? And I'm not saying that I'm for people just no. all white folks say, hey, I'm black or black folks say, hey, this. What I'm saying no, is No, but like, like we all know white people that grew up in the hood. Yeah. Like you had, and not just to sound like cliches, they had black friends. They went to black schools with us. They Well, it's not, it's, it's not that they had, I grew up on the Jero area. So my immediate stumping grounds was from Jero and Evergreen. To Joy Road and Southfield Freeway. Right. And those 13 blocks from Joy Road all the way down to Warren, that's my main app. That's my main stuff. Now, clearly, we went a little bit further than that, but that's my main stomach ground. If you grew up in that, I don't know, roughly two, three mile radius, then you act a certain way because that's the culture of that neighborhood, the people that live there, whether they black, white, indifferent, or nothing. All right. Um, there was Arab kids, Ahmad, ha- Ahmad, Ahmad, and Hassan Ahmad. Niggas got kicked out for fighting each other. Crazy. <laughs> how do you how do you kick two and there's twins? Like you kick two twins out for fighting in school. Fight each other. And Them niggas you, going buck wild. Wow. And then you send them home to fight to each fight them more <laughs> to fight more when they get home. But they acted like us because they was in the same neighborhood as us. They listened to the same music, go to the same schools. It was the culture of them. Right. What makes you black, though, I wonder. So to speak. Like is if it's specifically the pigmentation. Cause if it's something else on a on a on a chromosome level, we know we not using chromosomes to. Because if that's the case, it wouldn't be XX and XY. You couldn't change your gender yeah. if it was on be on a chromosome level. Like what makes someone black? And if we want to have a conversation about someone identifying as something, we all know you. We're not going to use science as the basis. We're going to use what someone feels. Um, how can I tell somebody? That their life isn't black yeah, or that they don't, not, you don't have the black experience. You can't identify with that yeah. where. Now, listen to me. If you don't agree with me and you think that's off base, I can appreciate that and I understand. But you also got to take a look at the other side of the coin where people will feel that exact same way about gender and how you won't accept black and or white or that being the same thing. Oh, no, this is different. There's a lot of people who think that about gender. So with this whole conversation, what I've learned over the last, I don't know, year or so, it's like what you think or what I think, I'll speak for myself, just because I think it, that shit ain't absolute. It's only my little tiny piece of perspective from just the random things that I've come across. Now, ideally, I have a good I I personally have an understanding what blackness is and what it takes to be black and your bloodline and the the whole nine yards. If you got I understand that. But if someone don't agree with that, how do I tell them they wrong if we not going to base it like off of science or something? Yeah, because you can tell somebody to the cows come home about, no, you a boy because you got a penis, you got this and got that. And then you could. I wonder if society wise we're going to get to a point. Because ultimately, I think this helps everybody. If anybody can identify with anything, you can be male, you can be woman, you can be black, you can be white, you can be Asian. At some point, everybody's going to have to treat everybody exactly the same. And ain't that what we ultimately want? Yeah. We want unity. Because inherently, we all, we all are the same. Literally, we are the same. Even though we're different, there's some nuance there. We all human beings. Two legs, two arms, stomach, gut, eye. You know what I'm saying? Like... Your hair might be a little bit different, but ultimately, if anybody can identify as anything they want to, you're going to ultimately have to treat everybody the same. And ain't that what we really want to get to anyway? Yeah. Everybody should be treated but the then, same. But then we'll find a different caveat to to veer off of. I'm hoping this whole identify things or identify as slim <laughs> or, you know. It, I identify as old with a 750 credit score. <laughs> So I did mention take me to the bank. So I did mention like, what if you identify as younger? Like so, Devon, he about to be he turned. He just 50. turned fifty. Yeah, just turned fifty. Man, you can't tell me that nigga. He got a body of a twenty five year old. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like Devon found like that's her homie, but like literally that nigga's found the found the youth. Like he looks, he looks extremely young. 
If you tell that, if that nigga say I want to identify with two, 30, have at it. Because you, you, you at 50 is probably... In well, better you, shape than, you, you than niggas in their 20s. You 100% healthier than me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I tell that man his body? Like, I bet you if you did some kind of, sort of test on your, uh, your blood levels and everything, like, how old is your body? So, you you know, like, in the Army, they still have to do, like, say if you're in the reserves, you still yeah. have to do physical tests. There's a certain time limit or certain push-ups or yeah. sit-ups that you have to do based upon your age range. Somebody that's physically fit could feasibly... You could be 50, but I can still meet the requirements of somebody at 25. Man, that nigga fast as shit. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, though. We play softball on the same team. Like, the nigga fast as shit. Nigga got me about 15 years almost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, is there a such thing? What is age a social construct? Is age what we going to use uh, the science on? And the reason I say that is because, like, say, Michigan – we got some statutory laws that have to deal with age. Right. You have a 16-year-old daughter, and she identifies as 18 on a particular day. You got a 22-year-old guy who identifies as 17 or 16 on a day. I don't, I'm not okay with that. No. Because my, my Glock identifies as something my, completely different. My Glock identifies as 19, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And sometimes he, he identifies as 33. Yeah. With that stick up. <laughs> but um, it's a slippery slope when we get to the whole identify as anything or whatever because there, dudes, there has to be a cutoff somewhere, though, right? It should be. Um. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> we got action. <laughs> yes, it is safe. Um, that we both got the same text message, right. by the way. Um But on the age level, like it there there so at what point do we use the science portion and what point do we use the internal feelings and what so, uh, the social construct, so to speak? Because well age, I think that's that's relatively definite, right? Well, right. it's definite. It's not a relatively No, no, it's it's definite. Yeah. So, but but then that goes more to your argument. Like, how can you know we can make an argument for one thing, but not for the other? Yeah, there are no absolutes. Nothing is safe across the board. Yeah, then it's one of those. Everything things, is relative. Everything is relative. Now everything got to. So it's gonna be a vote. Like, all right, boom, we're gonna lose. We're gonna use it for religion, not religion. We're gonna use it for gender. Can't use it for uh, race. Can't use it for age or like vice versa or whatever. So. It's interesting, man, but I do think it's a it's a it's a good conversation to have because in the Rachel case, I use her as an example, right? Right. Uh, people may like her. We may not like her personally, and she may have did things outside of the scope of what you should do. But let's say she didn't, and she just a white person who got the good nerhout and wants to help out. She an ally. Which, but what if she wants to identify as black? And when I say identify as black and how how socially accepted going to be, I spoke about somebody's driver's license changing, right? It's a legal document. Is there? Are we going to get to a point in time where on a legal document, me who was born African American or born black, the so called black, um, can I switch and say I am Asian or I'm Caucasian on a legal document? Not what you socially accepted. Not the whole oh this person invited to the cookout. On a legal document, right? Are we ever gonna be that? I know we're not here in twenty twenty. No, prepare for the future. I think we need to prepare for that. I world. mean, let's twenty years from now, this might be a completely different conversation. Yeah, and y'all quick to invite a motherfucker to the to the to the picnic. That's the enemy. Uh, Uncle Joe, niggas love Uncle Joe Biden. Oh, that nigga. Yeah, but Joe, the reason a lot of y'all cousins and uncles is locked up. Joe, the reason your daddy did 20 years. Yeah. On a petty crack charge. Absolutely. On a $45 piece of crack, he just did 20 years. <laughs> On a personal. A yeah. personal. Literally. Like, now I was a crackhead. Right. I went to jail for 45, prison for 45 years. But, you know, that was a conversation. Uh, we had that uh, live in front of a very mixed and diverse um, crowd. And I said I want to have this conversation. I don't want to have it like, 
hey, I'm right, you wrong, but actual conversation. No, it's just a dialogue with no anger involved, no personal whatever, whatever. But how? Because I don't, I don't think there's a absolute right or wrong answer. But I mean, it's, it's. I think it's a, a reasonable question to pose. Yeah. And if you don't think it's a reasonable question, you got to realize that the ones that you are accepting of, there are other people that don't think that's reasonable as well. You're right. So we just got to be uh, respectful to each respectful other's opinions. Respectful of everybody else's opinions and listen to them, hear them out, understand where people are coming from. Because I think if people can find a common ground, uh, that's the best place to start to have some dialogue, a common ground. Because at the end of the day, we're just looking for everybody to be treated equally. Um, and everybody to be treated equal and everybody to be safe. I think safety is going to be the paramount concern. Like with the age type of thing or whatever, I think safety is the paramount concern. So, man, that's just that on that. Um, I would love to hear like an official panel. Like how? To, like who do you sit down with to have the, the official conversation? You know what I'm saying? Not like the know. podcast conversation, but like... Like, There's got to be some qualified minds in the room. Like, this is something that's active in the communities. So, like, at some point, it has to be officially addressed and not just on social media. So, yeah, people above my pay grade and smarter than me need to have a conversation. I don't know too many niggas smarter than me. You don't have many friends. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Who do I friends. trust? Me. Yeah. Who do I believe in? Me. Yeah, nigga, we got action. Whoa, we got action. I, off the off the <laughs> off the icon. <laughs> yeah, we got action. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not gonna look at that yet. <laughs> no, you you should. I'm not gonna look at it yet because we gotta wrap this pod up. Uh, uh, uh but that's it, man. I, I, we trying to keep it a little bit light today because it's tired. I'm tired. It's late. Um, and we didn't already did this shit two times. Yeah. And this is my third part of the day. So. And, and it's not, we're not going to feel like we ain't got real nine to fives and responsibilities and we got shit to do. Uh, but I did want to say one other thing because we got a sponsor this week, actually. Really? Yeah. Now, word from our sponsor. We do. So listen, W by Crystal White has just launched premium athletic wear that you can live and work in. So if you shop the newest collection at wbycrystalwhite.com and you use the code SHOPTALK What? We got our own code. All capital letters. Save 15% off your order. Now that's what's up. Now I don't know if y'all know Judy or Crystal White um, from Unsavory Antics. Um, but she did a, a incredible weight loss journey uh, that she's still on. <laughs> she out here inspiring thousands of people. You got to follow her page, the Judy Fit. Yes, and uh, she should she can get hope to a lot of y'all ladies because uh, Crystal has done an incredible. Like, there's no surgery involved. No surgery it was involved. Just sweat equity is what she yeah. put in. But she got a line of products, and that body looks amazing. She looks. She looks <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna put it out there. She very, looks fucking amazing. She's a very shapely woman. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, but she got a line of uh, workout gear, um, which is looks pretty dope. Did you see who she got? Yes, I did. Like I've been following Irene the Dream for yeah. quite some time, and now she's going by her real name. But I remember Irene the <laughs> yeah. Dream. Okay, and she looks amazing in that workout yeah. wear. Um, and this is quality, like this is quality stuff. You know, Crystal don't do no, no, no. She don't half ass it. She don't half ass shit. So w by crystalwhite dot com. She do owe me a sweater. Use code shop talk all caps, and you will receive fifteen percent off of your order. Yeah, I'm not hating, but you she she does owe me a sweater. Um, I think she I I, I get a custom sweater too. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll you talk. Know. You know, we'll we'll catch up with her. We'll catch yeah. up with her. That's the homie. Um, I didn't prepare whose man's is this. But I'm sure we got a music pick. Absolutely. My music pick of the week is Royce the 5'9", The Allegory. Royce is the best rapper breathing God's air right now. If you if you love high quality MCing, you'll fuck with that album. Yeah. Again, the most, the best rapper between Cardi B and Meg The Stallion is Cash Style. Um, I don't have a who's man this one this week, so I'm not gonna make one up or pull a bullshit one out my ass. So, uh, we just won't have one this week. Okay, I I, I gotta take that back. 
This one hurts me. But I got to do it again. Oh, okay. Hold on. I, I, I was getting prepared for the benediction. Did you touch my hand? Hey, man, relax. <laughs> yeah, I know it's soft. Oh, re- please relax. Pause. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, man. This not even funny, dog. This one kind of scary, but I got to use it. All right. I don't even like how this sounds. I gave this person um, whose man said this before. Uh, I just want to get my brother some help. Another one is Andrea Stewart. She's the one on YouTube. Anti-Afro Spengali. Anti-Afro Spengali. She's in California. I want to pull up on her when I go out to Cali next month for the parent training. Those are the four people I need. William Clay of the D.C. area, Mukasa, Africa, who was in Philly, but I think he's in the D.C. area, okay? Uh, uh, so-called Reverend Gerald Palmer, he's in the Kansas City area. Andrea Stewart, who is in the California area, and I want to give you one more. I want to give you one more. Uh, Lenore Honor, I'm tired of this bitch nigga too. This is the, the weak-ass dude who got nothing but YouTube videos about me on YouTube. L-E-N-O-R-H-O-N-O-R. I had enough of him, too. I don't know where he lived. I don't know I don't know what city he in. Find out him. where these five people are. Please find out where these five people are. This shit is going to end right now. There is one thing to make videos. Monty Woodgrain, I'm going to fuck him up, too. So if you could get Monty's address, it's time for me to see Monty, too. I've been as patient as I can be. All right, I'm going to stop it right now because I still got love for my brother. And uh, I think he's just having a hard time, man. And uh, whoever's in this circle, that's Dr. Umar. Uh, whoever's in this circle, man, I want y'all just to help him out. Uh, take his phone from him. Uh, Why does Dr. Umar sound like he about to drop a mixtape? He coming for niggas. He out here like trying to get people addresses and like trying to do them harm publicly on the Internet. Like, I think the it's not easy being in his position and everybody coming at him, coming at him or whatever. And I think it's it's possibly getting to him. Uh, so I don't want to clown him. Uh, but like, I think he does need a little bit of assistance. And I just want him to get the help he, he needs right now because he got bigger plans. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I still like Umar, man. Uh I don't want to I don't want to kick niggas while they down like that or just like um not help support whatever cuz I I do support the overall vision man but um I I want him to you know somebody around him to get him some help and some of the elders who are He better than that. You know better than that Dr. Umar. You better than I that. I think as a community Cuz we fucks with you. I mean as a community um, if you in that conscious community or whatever, like reach out to the man. I don't have a way to get in contact with him. You know how but we like, kind of clown the conscious community now. Like you, you and them hotep niggas. Like hotep is a bad word. It's, it's now it has a, a negative connotation, and it, and it should not. Not at all. But um, that's wild to be on the internet, like telling people. Now Lennon Honors, he he didn't pronounce his name right. I've been watching Lennon Honors for like it's been a long time, dog over 10 years that brother does his research now you may not agree with everything no you don't have to but that brother like he not like a he not a croc that brother does his research and he point man so uh i guess that's technically my whose man's is this uh used to be my man but he's still my man i don't know man i just needed to get a little bit of help man because he is is I'm, I'm worried for him i'm i'm i am legit worried about him as a person forget all the other stuff i'm worried about him man we're watching dr umar crack a little bit and i don't want that to happen nah it's time for the benny uh it's your man i love this music nobody knows it's your man dame going wild uh you can follow me on ig at dame going wild i'm gonna get that twitter back sooner or later it's coming uh, our group chat is on fire right now, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna get that Twitter back sooner or later. Uh, but but even better than that, follow us at Shop Talk Pod, Shop Talk Podcast dot com. 
Look, I know this is your part of the shit, but like when you see the motherfucking blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. I told niggas four years ago they was either gonna get down or lay down. This the year. This the fucking year. Facts, facts, facts. Um J voice. <laughs> uh J Johnson three one three on all that matters. Uh Shop Talk Podcast. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Shit. Book Jason dot JPG. God damn it. And oh, you taking solo bookings again? Oh, that's 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 the picture. My photography page. Okay. <laughs> um, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hold on, man. You said we was we. You said we was also the new Boosie and Webby. <laughs> so which one you get to be? Uh, I'm Boosie. No. <laughs> that's a problematic duo right there. <laughs> I'm Boosie like a motherfucker. No. I like Boosie, dog. Outstanding, uh, him having a woman sexually assault his child. Uh, outstanding, withstanding. I love Webby, but all for the wrong reasons. Yeah, <laughs> Pro- two problematic niggas. Very much so. All right, man. We holler at y'all next week. Peace.